Welcome to the Quantum Alchemist Podcast. My name is Ashley Eve. I'm a human design expert trained by Ra's personal students for the last two and a half years and counting. I'm also a human design and wealth spiritual business mentor, helping you ignite the codes of your original blueprint for limitless prosperity and expansive success. This is all about embodied leadership and results here, my friends, all by design. I can't wait to go on this journey with you, so without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, family. I'm so excited to have you here, and I cannot wait to talk about energetic minimums today. This episode is actually a replay or a recording of an Instagram pop-up live that I did all around raising your energetic minimums. And I can guarantee that I discuss it in a way you've never heard or experienced before. (laughs) Everything I do is through the lens of human design and gene keys, and it brings a very different perspective to how we go about raising our energetic minimum And how we even go about raising our vibrational frequency, even right down to what that even means. So before I share the recording, I do want to just touch on something because I've had, oh my goodness, countless messages about this in the last week. If you've listened to an old episode of the podcast and I'm talking about programs within it, there's a good chance, in fact, I'm all but guaranteeing you (laughs) that program doesn't exist anymore. I launch monthly. A lot of my programs are longer than a month. However, I very rarely have something that's ongoing. So right now, what's available that I'm bringing forward for you guys are the quantum wealth embodiment journey. I don't even like to say it's a program, which you will hear about in this podcast episode and the Destiny Accelerator Mastermind, which is a high-level mastermind environment for those that are looking to accelerate their destiny, very obviously, and create limitless prosperity. And that does include a one-on-one call, so limited, very limited space for that. With the Quantum Wealth Embodiment, that has a doors close of March 1st, 2021, obviously depending on when you're listening to this. It will launch three times a year, but it is a hard doors closed March 1st. So if you're listening to this between when I upload this on February 21st and March 1st, and this resonates in your bones and your cells, if you feel a calling, reach out. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can sign up right away and we can get you in before doors close. I'm usually a big softy and bend the rules around when doors close on programs, this one to protect the sacredness and everyone's journey within it so that no one's coming in and trying to catch up. It is going to be doors closed March 1st, no exceptions. So I'll drop that below. But I just wanted to make that clear because depending on what episode you were listening to and how long ago it was, the chances of me still running the program that you heard about could be slim to none. And even in that similar vein, I often hear, well, do you know when you'll run it again? I'm a generator sacral authority. The answer is, I don't know. I may launch it again. I may not. All right. So now that we have that cleared up, let's switch over to the recording of 
this live on raising your energetic minimums. If this resonates in your cells, your bones, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and please tag me at XO the Ashley Eve and make sure to say hi. I love knowing that these episodes resonate. I love knowing that they're having an impact and I always love meeting new members of this revolutionary soul-led creator community that we have. It is single-handedly, it's something I say all the time, but single-handedly the best community going in this universe. So I always love meeting you. All right, for real this time, let's switch over to the pop-up training. Grab a journal, grab a pen. If you don't have those yet, hit pause, (laughs) go grab them and just sit with this episode. Don't go about this episode through the mind. Allow your soul, allow your cells to speak to you and guide you through this. Enjoy. Hello, Instagram family. I am so excited to be talking to you about raising your energetic minimums today. This is going to be in a way that you likely have never heard it talked about before. I'm also going to be recording this for the podcast. I'm hooked up for the podcast today. So if you see me looking to the side, it's just to make sure I'm hitting all all the points that I want to make sure I hit for the podcast episode that this is being turned into. So first thing I want to say about raising your energetic minimums is very often we are asking the wrong question and we're fixated on the wrong thing. And that is what is holding us back from hitting our new energetic minimum. And our business, maybe you don't have your own business and you're working in corporate and you're looking for that raise, you're looking for that promotion. Whatever the case may be, no matter where you're looking for that energetic minimum, We're focused on the wrong thing and we're asking the wrong questions. One of the things I say to my clients most often is we have to ask better questions of ourselves if we're looking for different outcomes. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing I want to say before we really get into the meat and potatoes of this talk is how I look at it is very different than anything you've probably heard before. Now, (laughs) If you've been around for a while, I've talked about how I've literally taken all the money courses. (laughs) I've basically taken all the money courses with everyone. So this has been a, a journey of mine to really get to this point and to be able to say that it's not that those are wrong. Hello, beautiful. It's so nice to see you. It's not that those are wrong. I'm just presenting a different way. Take it if it resonates, leave it if it doesn't. I really encourage you if it doesn't resonate, just leave it. But this is definitely a different way. I've studied extensively with Raw's personal students. So human design has just become a way of life for me. But I've also studied quite extensively. And this is, again, something I haven't talked about. I never talk about what I'm studying behind the scenes until I'm ready to really bring it forward. With Jinkies is another thing I've been studying quite extensively. So that's really where my whole perspective on this is rooted, first of all. So I think that's really important to understand is that's where my whole perspective is rooted. I'm coming from a place of destiny, a big place where I had a a shift in my business, shift in my life, shift in my frequency, was also realizing, and this is what we're going to dig into, I'm here to be in service of something bigger than me. When I would, like I said at the beginning of this, I keep wanting to say episode because I'm also recording it for the podcast at the start of this episode, that we're asking the wrong questions. How do I raise my energetic minimum is the wrong question. The right question and how things shifted for me was when I said, how can I be of service to something bigger than me? 
How can I be of service to something bigger than me? And when I started asking myself that question, it was a much better question, first of all, but it also helped release this death grip I had on hitting the next milestone. At the start of my business, I had such a fixation on hitting the next milestone. What was the next milestone? How, did I hit, how would I hit it? And until I released those questions, I asked myself better questions and I started fixating on instead, how can I be of service to something greater than me? I've said it up until recently of allowing yourself to be a direct channel for source of the message. It has shifted, but again, take what works, leave the rest. You might want to keep source. For me, it's how can I be of service to God and the message I'm meant to bring in service of God. But you, again, you can leave that and you can say, how can I be of service to source, to my higher self and bring through the message that's meant to be brought through. So when we fixate on the how with energetic minimums, and this is going to be your, my ego fought me on this for a long time. I'm not going to lie. It's not as sexy as saying these are the three steps. And if you do these three steps, you're going to raise your (laughs) energetic minimum. But it's also why so many people are being churned out from that approach, feeling like failures, feeling like they can't keep up, feeling that they're never going to be able to do it because they're trying to follow these frameworks, these step-by-step approaches to raising their energetic minimum and it's not working and they're thinking something's wrong with them. And again, I've been there personally, but I've also had a lot of people reach out that have also done that because I've been very vocal about it have done that themselves and ended up in really dark places. You know, even myself, I've been there. So when we fixate on the how, we often have this image, you can write this down, because this is going to be something that I want you to kind of maybe meditate on or ground yourself into. When we fixate on the how, how do I raise my energetic minimum? How do I hit this next milestone in my business? We have an image of life that is very often at odds with the natural flow of our destiny. So when we fixate on the how, when we fixate on how do I hit this next level, how do I hit my six-figure launch, my multiple six-figure launch, how do I hit $50,000 a month, we are imagining and creating a life that is very often at odds with the natural flow of our destiny. And that's very different. And this is what was so hard for me to sink into. And why I allow myself to process everything before I ever bring it or talk about it. I allow myself to really process it and embody it before I bring it forward. Because for this, it was really hard for me to process. Because I said, and kind of what I was saying to myself, (laughs) now I'm home alone a lot. My husband, he's a cop. He works a lot. So I talk to myself and my dogs a lot. And I said, but this is against everything I've ever heard that I can create a vision board and my life is going to look exactly like that vision board. Or I can create an image in my head and my life is going to look exactly like that image in my head. But now what's coming through, the message I'm in service of, again, something bigger than what the ego can create, is that this image we're creating, what we are told about manifestation is putting us at odds with the natural flow of our destiny. So we're actually being conditioned to be at odds with the natural flow of our destiny. And that's what's blocking us from that next level. Because your destiny is to prosper. Because to prosper is to serve. We live in a material plane. 
as much as we might want to try and get away from money, although I think no one in my community would be, but as much as we sometimes want to deny it, you know, I worked as a counselor for a long time. So as a counselor, I was making $15 an hour as a counselor, right? So you start to, and a lot of my clients that start as teachers as well, you get it in your head that you're serving, 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 serving at detriment to yourself. Hello, beautiful. So then we switch into the spirituality realm, the manifestation realm. It's like, well, I can create anything I desire. So how can I increase my energetic minimum? Which, like I said, is asking ourselves the wrong questions. How can I be of service? And I have some journaling prompts for you guys as well. You guys know I love journaling prompts. (laughs) I feel like every time I come live, it turns into a training. (laughs) But this traditional way of manifestation puts us at odds with the natural flow of our destiny. And it's this conditioned image that actually is blocking your flow of prosperity, which is actually blocking you being an embodied being, from you embodying wealth, from you actually raising your energetic minimum into limitless prosperity. I don't believe in slowly turning up the dial. I don't believe in these little like steps that we take. For me, it's stepping in line with the natural flow of my destiny. And when I step in the natural flow of my destiny, when I embody the essence of my very being, I'm naturally in tune with limitless prosperity. So instead of fixating on what the ego wants, a 10, 20, 50, $100,000 a month, I shift into the natural flow of my destiny. I shift, shift into being an embodied essence that I meant to, hello, beautiful, so nice to see you, that I meant to be embodying on this plane. I move into the question of how can I be of service to something much bigger than me, much bigger than what my ego can comprehend. And from that place, you embody prosperity. And that doesn't have a next realm to to check off, a next level to check off. And from that place as well, it's usually more beautiful and more badass than you could have ever imagined. And just to give you a little bit of a background, sounds good, my friend, a little bit of a background. I had had times in my journey where things started off better than I could have ever imagined. I started, it's very interesting to look back on my journey. So I left corporate in September, 2019. And I just, I, you know, you don't know what you don't know. (laughs) So I just left corporate. I was like, I'm just going to help people. I'm just going to be of service. And that's exactly what I did. I just showed up enough service. And it was $10,000 in my first 30 days of business. And then I started to fixate asking myself and exactly what I'm I'm walking guys through here, right? I was asking myself the wrong questions. I started to compare myself to other people. I started to hire the coaches that were making the most money. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm certainly not saying there's anything wrong with hiring the coaches that are making the most money. I was doing it from the wrong place. I was doing it from a place of they'll teach me how. I was doing it no longer from a place of being in the natural flow of my destiny, but what are the steps I can take to hit this next level? And I started to block myself because the image of my life was at odds with the natural flow of my destiny. And I started to create from the ego instead of create from destiny, instead of create as a clear channel for the message that was coming through me, instead of being in service to something bigger than me. And I'll never forget, I will never forget January last year, in tears, hysterical. I was like, I, 
nothing's working. Nothing is working. And I said, I'm working with the best coaches. I don't understand. Nothing is working. And I had my worst month. You can relate. I'm so glad that this is resonating. And I had my worst month in business since I started. And I started to think, well, maybe I'm just not cut out for it. Maybe I was like the Hanson, <laughs> like the human design coaching worlds where kind of a one hit wonder, right? And I removed myself from everything and I got back in touch again with the natural flow of my destiny, my message being of service to something bigger. And that's when this like ego created energetic minimum melted away and limitless prosperity showed up. So said a little bit of another way is our fixation on an outcome that the ego created is what is blocking us from raising our energetic minimum. So I'll say that again so you can write this down. So these are great things to allow to marinate in and shift. What do I need to shift to step into this? Our fixation on the outcome that your ego created is what is blocking you from raising your energetic minimum. Because you don't have an energetic minimum. There's no such thing. That's ego created. That's ego created. You are limitless prosperity. You are limitless abundance. You are the divine. You are at like anything on this earth. And when we peel back the illusions we've created, you are raw divine energy. You don't hold an energetic minimum. It's only limitless. It's only abundance. So it is your fixation on the outcome, that six-figure launch, $50,000 a month, the $60,000 a month, the $75,000 a month, whatever, the, maybe even your first $5,000 a month that is blocking you from actually raising it. Our energetic minimum actually has nothing to do with money or how we do anything. It's who are you in the process? Who are you in the process? And I don't just mean during a launch. <laughs> But who are you in the process and who are you being of service to? So many of us are in service to our ego. And hey, I'm the first one to put my hand that and say I've been there. I'm not, I am not saying that I am better than anyone or I am preaching because I have been there. This is why I am teaching on this. This is why I'm bringing this forward. This is why I created Quantum Wealth Embodiment because I have been, I have been through the trenches with this. But that is what's blocking us. It's who am I being and who am I in service to? And we can't even put our worth or who we're in service to into our clients. That's still external to us. I need to be more in service to others. Mm, in service to your message, in service to your divinity. And through that, through prospering, through allowing your message to come through, you are in service to others. And that's the beauty of it. It naturally flows. And I talked about in, that my, in my post yesterday, the water eye versus the fire eye, which is something we'll be talking about in quantum wealth embodiment. And that's a Gene Keys thing. Um, well, not technically, but Gene Keys talks about it. It goes much further back than that. I'm very much simplifying it by placing it on Gene Keys. But when we allow ourselves to be in the natural flow, when we focus on us first to, to prosper, 
we are then of service to others. When we focus on going inwards, we then can allow our light to exude outwards and illuminate outwards. So when we're looking at raising our energetic minimums, really what we're looking at is stepping into our divinity, being our next level self now. Your next level self is your higher self. Your higher self remains completely unchanged. Completely unchanged. It's the integration of the you who already exists at a higher frequency in a higher plane of existence. Who remains completely unchanged. It's about seeing the divinity within yourself and the divinity within money. Because again, with everything that we have on this plane, when we take away the illusions we've created... And the mind creates illusions. When we take away all the illusions we've created, everything on this plane is raw divine power, including money. (laughs) Including money. So it's seeing the divinity within yourself, seeing the divinity within money, and cultivating that sacred relationship. Cultivating that sacred relationship to be of service to humanity at the highest capacity you are capable of at the highest capacity you're capable of in a way that may look completely different (laughs) than what your ego decided. I've been asked all along how I continue to blast through numbers of impact and income in my business when it doesn't make sense. And this is exactly how. And it can be tricky for the mind, especially the not-self mind, to wrap itself around this. The mind wants steps. The mind wants this or that. The mind wants something concrete and that's not what I'm giving you because it would be a lie and also with human design it's all about the experiment so it's also an experiment for you to step into of what this means for you I love you (laughs) I love you so much And when we look at it like this, when we look at your divinity, the divinity of money, when you strip everything away and you just look at it as pure, raw energy, we can also look at it as a relationship with another human being. So if we're trying to force the raw divinity of money into $50,000 this month, it's also trying to force, if we use the analogy of people, you're trying to force your spouse into a box. You have to show up for me like this. This is how you have to show up for me. This is how it should look like. This is what a relationship should look like. This is how it should go. And we're no longer respecting the divinity of the other, just like we aren't with money. And we put the same stress and expectations on money. So imagine this, because you're a boss ass bitch, I love you. (laughs) Imagine the stress that you put on a relationship If you're always hounding your spouse or hounding your friends on how it should look like, how they should be showing up for you, how much they should be doing for you in a month, it's not respecting their divinity and it creates a lot of stress on the relationship, a lot of expectation on the relationship and it's going to do that the same way for money. And it's also not respecting your message and allowing money the divinity of money to support your divine message. Allowing the divinity of money to support your divine message. Because make no mistake, you're here for something more. Something more than what you're even currently doing. 
I'm here for something more than what I'm currently even doing because it isn't unfolding. So allowing money, allowing yourself to be of service to something bigger than you, not worrying about the how, just allowing that message to come through, allowing yourself to be a clear channel and allowing money to support you in that respect the divinity of money to support the divinity of you and coming together in a sacred relationship. When we look at it like that, and to prosper is to serve. To prosper, to be more prosperous, to have more prosperity at higher and higher and increasingly exponential levels allows you to serve at higher levels. And that is part of your divine mission. So how can you open up to also allow the divinity of money to support you in that? And if we're in wounding energy as well, where we're hyper-independent and we're pushing relationships away, we also can't allow the divinity of money to support us. And even if we're bringing it in, this is also something I used to struggle with, even if we're bringing it in and allowing that relationship to start cultivating, we then push it back out, usually because we don't feel worthy of the support. Usually we don't feel worthy of being divinely supported. And we push it back out and we push it away just like we would a relationship, right? Just like a relationship. If you're in a relationship with someone and you go, they're out of my league, he or she's going to leave me anyway. This is never going to work out. It's the same way we're approaching money. So when we step into you being of service to something greater than you and allowing money to support that, being in a sacred relationship with money, It changes everything in your business. Never looked at it like that. I'm so glad that resonates. And often, and this is something that I, and again, like I said, I've taken every single money course you could possibly take. (laughs) And it was interesting because I started to look at similar questions that were coming up, similar threads, and it's not that they're wrong. It's definitely not what I'm saying. What do you mean? I've never done that. (laughs) I'm not saying they're wrong. But it was just interesting for me to be the observer. Now I'm a sixth line, so that's just my natural state. I'm so glad it's powerful. And we're often asked when we're talking about energetic minimums. And again, remember what I said. You don't actually have an energetic minimum or a maximum. So that in of itself, the this or that is an illusion. That is an illusion is so true loving this perspective i'm so glad i'm so glad this is resonating that in of itself is an illusion you are limitless prosperity you are limitless abundance therefore the belief that there is anything minimum about you or levels to hit is in of itself wrong and incorrect okay so that's something to keep in mind so what i started to look at the themes was We're often asked, what can you not imagine making per month? Hello, my friend. It's so nice to see you. What can you not imagine making per month, right? That's often what we're asked when we're approaching energetic minimums. And not that it's a wrong question, because when I started to play with this and look at this and really pull it apart, pull the threads apart so that I could teach it, so that I could teach, like, how did I do this? This is kind of how this all came about, where I literally was sitting there going, how did I do this? It's not that it's wrong, but it's looking at it from the wrong perspective. So when we look at it from that, we're looking at it from the ego. 
and it's fixation on an outcome that you actually can't fully control. And even if you're hitting the energetic minimum months that your ego has created, right, from the traditional manifestation world, from the traditional vision board world, it really has nothing to do with what you've been led to believe. It has nothing to do with what you've been led to believe. And often what ends up happening is we, and this is where kind of like that feast and famine comes from, where you have a really great month and then not have a great month and then a really great month and not a great month, or maybe you've had really one great launch and then the rest aren't so great. In those moments, you step into your divinity. In those moments, you are of service to something greater than you. In those moments, you believe in your heart and soul and cells, you are limitless. In those moments, you are honoring the message and you are in flow from the water eye. And then we sabotage it by flipping, right? It's putting water eye above the fire, being in flow first, flow with the universe, one with the universe first. Fire is not bad. This is actually something I taught in a recent program. Fire isn't bad. Fire out of control is bad. Fire can warm you. I love having a fire at the cottage. But that same element can take out entire forests, decimate a forest, can decimate, decimate your destiny. It can create a complete illusion on why you're here and burn you out in the process. So we actually can't control other people, no matter what traditional manifestation wants you to believe. You actually can't control the outcome, no matter what traditional manifestation wants you to believe. You can't. So it's about looking inwards and instead saying, what can I not imagine making per month? We then ask, what are the standards I currently hold with my relationship to money? And you can write that down. I'll say it again. What are the standards I currently hold with my relationship to money? So it's not saying, it's, it's like I said, it's looking at it from a different perspective. It's coming at a, that question from a higher frequency, from a different frequency, from a different position. Instead of saying, what can I not imagine making per month, which is often what we're fed, what are the standards I currently hold with my relationship to money? And if you, I want you, when you're looking at this question, and this is something that's going to be a big focus of the quantum wealth embodiment. This is shifting this is the whole point. <laughs> Quantum wealth embodiment is the whole point. Embodiment of prosperity. Embodiment of wealth. Embodiment of your divinity. When you're answering that question, start to ask yourself, if there was a being, a relationship with someone, and I saw them as divine, as I, I saw them as powerful, as potent, how would I be in relationship to that person? If, it's, if you're struggling with your mind wrapping around an idea of relationship with money, would you allow yourself to be supported? Would you allow yourself to be seen? Would you allow yourself to have closer proximity to that being? It's the same thing with money. Thank you for writing that down, my friend. Next one is what are the standards I currently hold with the relationship to myself? What are the standards I currently hold with the relationship to myself? And I'd almost say, you know, if we were to say there's a priority of questions, that one would be first. 
And this is also something we're going to be shifting in the quantum wealth embodiment. So the first month is all about your golden path. It's 30 days of fixating on your golden path, your genius within Gene Keys. The second month is going to be the Venus sequence, opening up of your heart. And the third month is going to be prosperity, your pearl sequence. Now, that's not the full focus. That was actually just added last minute without a price increase, if I want to be honest. <laughs> that was last minute. It's so much more than that, the three months. But that was added last minute, really came through. The third question is are you in service to your message or are you in service to something external to you? And you can do a seven minute like wild mind writing. My mentor at Human Design America calls it wild mind writing. I never heard of it spoken up like that, but just basically just writing for seven minutes. Are you in service of your message or something external? Something external to you could be in service of money even. Because even if you're in a relationship with an actual being, that needy energy is going to be off-putting. That's not a sacred relationship. That's not honoring your divinity and their divinity, your raw power, their raw power. Right? If you're in service to someone else. So are you in service to your message or something external? And when we look at putting the water eye above the fire eye, what we're looking at and what we're activating is being of service to your destiny, being of service to the message, not blind ambition. Ambition is good. Fire eye is all ambition. (laughs) It's what put people on the moon. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. But when you're a soul-led creator, when you really have a powerful mission and message to bring out in this earth, you're not going to be fulfilled by the fire eye. I'm promising you. You're not going to be fulfilled by the fire eye. And so this is not about you not being prosperous. This is not about you not having limitless prosperity. You already are. You don't need to rise up into that. You don't need to rise up into a next level of prosperity, of wealth. You already are limitless. You already are. It's just shifting your awareness around this. And when you do, you open up. When you are in service to something greater than you, you open up to unlimited abundance. I could not have manifested, and this is something I've said a few times recently, I could not have manifested or created the life I have now. I could not have manifested or predicted how my business would have blown up or the journey I would have been on. I couldn't, have, there's no possible way. I could not have put this on a vision board. I could not have push it, put it on a vision board. I, my ego could not have fathomed it. So this is what we're opening up to. A life wilder than your dreams of simply being in service to your message. A life wilder than your dreams, simply being of service to something greater than you. Simply allowing the unique codes that you have to be illuminated. And when they are, when your codes are unlocked, when they're illuminated, You shine that out for everyone. And it's just being of service to something greater, not of the ego. And we talk about this when we talk about in terms of frequency. Frequency itself is just a way of measuring. 
just a way of measuring radiant energy. You can do this with sound, with light, awareness, your heartbeat. <laughs> so when we have this idea of raising our energetic minimum, so what we're going to work on when in the quantum wealth embodiment journey, I don't like calling it a program, the journey, is raising the amount of light that passes through your DNA. In raising the amount of light that passes through your DNA, you, again, you don't raise your energetic minimum. You have no minimum. You are thinking through the ego, which has minimums. You, the raw power of you, has no minimum. I'm promising you that. So when you increase and raise the light that passes through your DNA, you speed up the force of evolution itself. And when you speed up the force of evolution itself, what do you get? Collapsing timelines, right? What our human brain likes to, because it always likes to have frameworks, right? The little framework it's created for collapsing timelines. Raising your energetic minimum literally means raising the frequency of your very DNA. You're speaking right to me. I love you so much. And when you change the frequency of your very DNA, you change the vibratory frequency of who you are. You literally change the vibratory frequency of who you are and you change your aura. And this isn't done through the ego. You just naturally come into higher and higher states of harmony with the universe. Higher and higher states of harmony with the universe which is limitless prosperity, which is a life wilder than your dreams that you literally could not put on a vision board if you tried because things are happening faster. Miracles are happening faster than you could imagine. Serendipities are happening faster than you could imagine. Couldn't have put it out on a vision board. And when we're operating at what we like to term, what the ego likes to term, low levels of frequency, our human awareness is confined to the body. Fire, oh, I love you. So when we're operating these low levels, so shadow frequency will be one that we'll focus on in the three-month journey. Not focus on, but there's gifts within that. Your gift is within your shadow frequencies. It's something you'll learn. It's something we'll play with. You're confined to the body awareness, which is realms of survival and fear. I've seen through my water. I love it. I love it. I love you. And that survival and fear of the rooted, confined in the body, and I don't mean grounded in the body, I mean confined in the body, confined in physical awareness, disconnected from the invisible realms, the industry, and I don't mean coaching industry itself, every industry preys on that, you operating from survival and fear. I love you. As you raise the frequency throughout your being and you raise your awareness, your awareness becomes more refined and it shifts. So something I've said a lot in my programs is you have to think greater than your environment. So your awareness shifts from the local environment, what you see around you, to the quantum, to the cosmic environment, which is limitless. Energetic minimums only exist in the physical environment. Energetic minimums only exist in the physical environment. Energetic minimums only exist when you are confined to your body. When you're rooted in survival and fear. 
when you shift and raise your frequency, your awareness goes from to the potential. Mm-hmm. Goes from the local environment, what you see now, to the cosmic. Manifestation is construct of the ego. It's not real. Not in how we've been led to believe. And we, we really are fed this constant diet of survival and fear with manifestation, right? If you don't do this and you don't do this, if you don't have the vision board, and if your vision board doesn't look like this, and if you're not journaling like this and doing it like this, and your mindset's not like this, and you're not always in a positive state, and you're not saying your affirmations all day, and if you don't buy my program, then you're shit out of luck. You know, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? How can I do it faster? That's all rooted, confined in the body. That's all survival and fear. Am I doing it wrong? Am I doing it right? How do I do it? What do I need to do it? Quantum and cosmic experience is, is limitless. And that's what we're meant to be. That's what we are. It's tapping into the invisible realms. So when we shift from physical awareness to divine presence, to divine presence, confines of manifestation. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of confines to what we've been taught about manifestation. A lot. So when we shift from physical awareness to divine presence, our emotional awareness shifts and becomes universal love. Sounds so corny. <laughs> I'm promising you. It's true. And our mental awareness becomes silence and wisdom. So I was asked, talking about the wisdom, why the quantum wealth embodiment is not lifetime access. Because what I'm teaching you is so you can learn it, unlearn it, and transcend it so it becomes wisdom. What I'm teaching you in that three months is so you can learn it, unlearn it, and transcend it so it becomes wisdom. And that is divine presence. Silence over truth. And this is a being, when we move to this frequency, raising your harmony with creation itself, you are in service to creation itself, which is ultimate frequency which is one frequency. Therefore, there is no energetic minimum. And this prosperity is what is going to illuminate your very being. When you step into this, when you step into the divinity here, when you see the sacred relationship with money that you're meant to have, the sacred relationship that you're really meant to have with everything, It shifts everything and prosperity literally illuminates your very being. You become prosperous and that's how you create those timeline collapses. That's how you don't just raise your energetic minimum. That is how you step into limitless prosperity and being of service to something that's bigger than you. Because to prosper is to serve at higher and higher levels, which is what you're here for. You're here to serve at the highest level. And as simple as it sounds... Because it does sound almost too simple to the ego. It's kind of like when I talk about generators and I say, it's almost too simple for our mind to wrap itself around. When I say, you just respond yes or no. <laughs> that's, that's how you go through day-to-day life. The ego wants to make it more complicated and tries very hard to make it more complicated than it is. 
But as simple as it sounds, it unlocks another great secret with raising your ego-created energetic minimum. And that secret is through giving your time and service to a higher purpose, you find a shortcut to prosperity. You find a shortcut to prosperity. And that's what I mean when I say I could not have manifested this life if I tried. When I left corporate, I thought like even $10,000. I was like, oh my goodness, that's so much. Like I could never. But I just showed up from this place. Being of service to something higher than me. Being of service to the message. And it was a shortcut to prosperity. This isn't saying that in being of service to the message and being of service to the divine, that you have to get, it's not this or that. The ego, it's always interesting when I see this conversation online because the ego wants to say this or that. Either I am of high service or I make money. But when we put the water eye first, which is inflow with the universe, which is being of service to your mission and the fire below it, believe it or not, you open up to more limitless prosperity and faster timeline collapses than you could even imagine. It's incredible. And then in month two of the quantum wealth embodiment, on top of everything that I were going to be doing, it was last minute to add Gene Keys in, <laughs> it's opening that heart. Opening your heart to the message you're meant to bring forward. Because when you do, you naturally have this urge to share your message as widely as possible. I get up every day and I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait to talk. I cannot wait to share my message. I cannot wait to get my message out into the world. I can't wait. And that is where prosperity illuminates your very being. And where you become what the ego likes to call magnetic. Mm, I love that. Prosperity could be looked at as a byproduct of serving self, not ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being of service to something bigger. And very often we confuse, and especially when we're looking at hitting those higher months in business, we start to actually be in of service to the ego. And that limits us. And it blocks us. And it creates resistance for us. And then we spin our meals, or our meals, <laughs> clearly lunchtime, spin our wheels more and more and more. What can I do? What can I do? How can I hit it? How can I hit it? Just being of service more and more and more to the ego. And it becomes this kind of vortex, not a positive vortex. You know, our purpose in life is truly to thrive. And being wildly abundant is a piece of that. But we have to drop our mental tightness around money. When we drop our mental tightness around money and we're of service to something so much bigger than us, that's when we open up to limitless prosperity. That's when we open up to something bigger than us, to a vision greater than one we could have created on a vision board, to a vision greater than our ego could have even imagined. Because I'm promising whatever your ego can come up with for your business, for your life, for what it could look like right now, what you're actually here for is so much fucking bigger than that. So much bigger than that. <laughs> I love you. So what we'll be learning in the quantum wealth journey is open in inwardly. Open inwardly rather than doing anything external. Focus on opening inwards. When you open inwards, you illuminate outwards. And the how is taking care of itself. You don't have to worry about it. 
the house already taking care of itself. You just being you is what illuminates the world. So something I want to leave you guys with, a little contemplation for today, if you will. A little another journal prompt. I know I already gave you guys a lot. I love my journal prompts. That's where the breakthroughs happen. What does it mean to me to be of service to something bigger than me? What does it mean to me to be in service to something bigger than me? And the last one to contemplate today is what does it mean to me to allow myself to be guided by the voice of God or source, whatever feels good for you, rather than my ego? What does it mean to me to allow myself to be guided by the voice of God slash source rather than my ego? And let me know what you guys come up with. I'm so excited to hear. Put out my first healing program and nobody signed up. I felt rich. That's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for writing those down. I love you. What does it mean to me to be of service for something bigger than me and to allow myself to be guided by God rather than my ego? Yes. I know it was all a reminder to be aligned to this. Exactly. Absolutely. There's a lot. I got you. I love you. You always have my back. The sacred masculine to my divine feminine. You're the best. (laughs) Yeah. So play with those today, my friends. I'm promising if you sit with them, there's going to be massive breakthroughs. I'm promising. (laughs) And then if you feel called for the quantum wealth embodiment, doors are a hard close on March 1st. It's going to be an incredible journey. It's going to be like, unlike anything you've ever experienced. It's not just another money program. It's not just a manifestation program. In fact, I probably won't even talk about manifestation at all. (laughs) This is stepping into your divinity, stepping. I know I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. It's going to be magical. Stepping into your divinity, your message, meeting the divinity of money and creating a sacred relationship with money creating a sacred relationship with your message, creating a sacred relationship with your purpose, creating a sacred relationship with something bigger than you, whether you want to see it as source, God, the universe, and being of service to that. And that is where you open up. It is embodied leadership. It is embodied wealth. And that is where you open up to so much more potentiality than anything the ego could have come up with. So if you're called, I'm so excited to see you in there and work with you in there. I am just putting together, I'm testing out a new platform. I want to move away from Facebook for the groups. So I'm testing out a new platform. So if you are all signed up, we have such a beautiful group so far. Oh my goodness. I feel so blessed. Keep an eye out. I will be sending an email in the next couple of days with a link to the group. So everyone can get settled in before the first. I'm feeling really good about this new platform. I don't want to talk about it too much until I actually have more experience with it. I don't want to send anyone there if it actually is kind of meh. I'm feeling really good. It has high vibes, high vibes, right place for quantum wealth embodiment. All right, my friends. I love you guys so much. I really hope you enjoyed this. I love you guys. Honestly, I feel so blessed. I really, truly feel so blessed. All right, my friends. That is the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed this. It might be one you want to go back to listen to while you're doing dishes or cleaning or just have playing in the background of your life to shift that frequency around money and abundance. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at XO the Ashley Eve. And the next episode will be all about the fifth line and the power and projection of having a five line in your profile. I love you guys. I feel so blessed to have your attention in this podcast and I can't wait to hear the nuggets you got from this episode. See you soon. Bye.